This is Mario Andretti, and you are listening to Below the Yellow Line. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Below the Yellow Line podcast. Honored to have another great guest on the show today. So, Bob, if you would, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yeah, Bob Sargent, uh, promoter, co-owner of uh, Track Enterprises, and uh, just glad to be on here and talk to your people. Absolutely. Um, short track racing is primarily what you do. A lot of stuff in the Midwest, uh, promoted ARCA races, uh, the truck race at the Milwaukee Mile as well. How did you get into your job? Has racing always kind of been part of your blood or or no? It really has. Uh, grew up in a small town, Macon, Illinois, and we have a fifth mile little fast uh, dirt track here. Uh, worked there in high school, went to college, came back, and this is all I've ever done. <laughs> Racing seems to be in the blood of a lot of local promoters, and I believe you co-own the Macon track as well now? We did. Uh, owned it for a long time, since uh, 1985, and uh, brought on some partners over the years, some NASCAR friends of mine, and then uh, just recently sold it to Chris Kearns and uh, his family. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, it's home, clearly, and, and you love it, uh, clearly, as well. Um you promote a lot of short track events, whether it be on a, on a national stage, a more local stage. What is it to you about short track racing that kind of draws you more towards it than, than road course racing or super speed racing? Just what is so special about short tracks? Well, I think that's just you know what I was brought up doing. And, and a lot of my friends, whether they be other promoters and or racers and teams, um, seems like that's just the genre that I've been in. And um, we've branched out and done a lot of different types of short tracks, grassroots racing, we'll call it. I mean, do the dirt miles, again, the fifth mile at um, Macon. We've done half mile at Terre Haute, um, some, uh, quite a bit of pavement racing now with our um, ASA Stars Tour, CRA Midwest Tour, and the Southern Super Series. So just uh, so many to name. We do a lot with USAC. And um, again, quite a bit of pavement, quite a bit of dirt both. They're both so unique. Short track racing, though, is uh, kind of the heart of racing uh, in this country. And I know all our listeners are probably just tired of hearing me say it. I've said it a lot as we've been interviewing a lot of short track owners and promoters recently. But it's a very important rung that you really can't miss if you're going to get to any higher level uh, of racing in, in America or any country, uh, really. For you as, as the promoter, and, you know, it, it, I love that you've been, you know, promoting and owning the a small track a one fifth mile track you've also done some stuff with arca and nascar how does the promotion process and just the overall process of promoting a race on a national level like the milwaukee mile race this past year for the truck series differ from promoting like a local short track like macon well there are a lot of similarities i mean we all open the gates you know we all turn the lights on we all make sure the facility's safe for both the participants and the fans, cleanliness, things of that nature. So a lot of similarities um, where it gets a little bit different. If this is a one-off event like the, the Milwaukee mile, the truck race, or if it's an every week thing where we, we rely on the same drivers and a lot of the same fans to return every week, you know, seven days apart every Saturday night, for instance. So I think that's where some of the differences come in. I think there's more similarities than there is differences. For sure. Short tracks, you know, they might have bigger stars or smaller stars racing on them, but they're still the same track. Still tricky uh, for everybody. Right. Let's see here. Uh, what do you think, and this is a, a bit more of a 
a tougher question than I've asked some of these other people. And I apologize for putting you on the spot here, but what do you think is the biggest factor for racing, especially short track racing with it being as important as it is to racing overall to retaining the appeal that it has right now uh, here in this country and, and worldwide as well. What are the steps that you think need to happen uh, to keep racing and especially short track racing on the up and up? Well, I think for our participants that does translate over to um, more cars and happier participants, I think the expense of these um, racing machines is a, a big factor. Um, I don't want to be, you know, redundant or, or what everyone else is saying, but, you know, and I'm not a good historian. So maybe, you know, it seems like 50 years ago, um, some of the, the machines that they were racing, the expense of them didn't become a forefront like it is today. So I just feel that technology has driven the cost up of these, uh, these race cars, whether it be in the engine compartment, the, the um, chassis, the, the wheels, tires, shocks, you name it. Um, that if we can all keep, keep some cost containment, I think it'll be, we'll be better off and let more people participate and um, do it more, especially on the, the weekly racing um, series that uh, more local hobbyists can afford to do this. And I think that we'll all be better off at that. So I think cost containment, obviously safety of these things has always been a factor. I think the industry has a good handle on that. We just have to keep uh, diligent on safety, keep moving forward with that. But um, again, rules, which lead into cost containment, I think. Well, you said it best about the technology. Um, I was reading a uh, article. I think it might have been the Athletic the other day, reporting on the cost of uh, what what a NASCAR stock car, a Cup Series car, costs to run now versus you know ten, twenty years ago. We have digital dashboards in them now, and and then it had a little piece about um, I think sprint cars i think about their cost going up and the cost for parts and you know rules how stringent everything is now which is a good thing for competitiveness obviously you know good racing is the biggest seller in anything but um the, the technology that we have on these cars is great but it also does drive up the cost and that could right. lead to smaller car counts which you know less drivers less action less fans so um, any, any drivers listening to this, if you're not sure about going out to the track, listen to Mr. Bob, go to the track, take your car, <laughs> um, and you know, maybe swing by our local O'Reilly or Napa and see if they'll lend you a few bucks for tires. Maybe they don't do that. Like they used to do in the old days. Uh, I'm not sure, but, um, hopefully, uh, hopefully they will. What is your favorite memory or moment from your tenure so far? And it might, you know, happen tomorrow. It might happen 10 years from now, but, but what is that right now? You know, I'm asked that a lot, and I, I, again, don't want to be vague about it, but I just enjoy the competitiveness of every event we put on. Um, I want to make sure that the fans enjoy themselves, the racers have a good time and remain safe, and the best car will win that night. Um, you know, just last week we had a USAC sprint car race in Indianapolis, Circle City, that we had a last lap pass. So that's my most memorable recently. But, uh, you know, working with all these great drivers and teams has just been a blessing for me to, to be able to meet all these people and, and try to prepare the racetracks for them. And, and now as we, you know, keep moving up and, and doing some more events, we get to work with more organizations, more different um, people in the industry. And, and, and I think that's what I really um, cherish the most is uh, all the relationships and all the people that we get to work with. The people in racing are 
unmatched. You will find just great people. And I've found it interviewing people. I found it just talking to people within the industry. Uh, my last question for you, sir, and I don't know if I'd really clarify this as silly. It was actually a comment that I got when I told some people you were coming on the show, posted that, and somebody had a question because they knew you and knew what you did. And, you know, feel free to not answer if you feel like you can't. But can we, we don't have the NASCAR schedule for next year yet. It keeps getting delayed and people keep getting frustrated. But can you tell us anything about the Milwaukee Miles availability for next year? I understand if you can't, but if, if you can, the floor is yours. I can say there will be a lot of auto racing at the Milwaukee Mile next year. Well, that is good to know. That is good to know. And, hey, even if it's not NASCAR or if it is uh, the Milwaukee Miles attract that I was very happy to see. I had, I'm young enough where I had never seen it, or I think maybe the last time they raced on it, I, I had no clue what racing even was. So um, glad to see it back in any capacity. And, and, you know, thank you for answering that. I was a little uh, scared to ask that question. I, I didn't want to get you fired or anything like that. Um, but thankfully it all turned out. Okay. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, and thank you for what you do as well. Just helping out short tracks across the Midwest, promoting them as much as you can. And everybody's probably sick hearing me say this for the upteenth time, but again, go to your local short track, watch it, you know, on flow racing, listen on the radio. If they do that, go to their socials, go to the website, help them out in whatever way you can. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. I agree. Thank you.